Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Cassie, thank you so much for that beautiful song. It is all, it is well with the Lord. How many of you know that? Amen. That it all is well with the Lord. Amen? Amen. I said all is well with the Lord. All, all is all, isn't it? Amen. And so um, tonight we're going to continue talking about exceeding growing faith. Exceeding growing faith. And I, I, I studied that. I looked at that word exceeding and I, I thought about it. It's saying very great. Another word for exceeding is very great or extraordinary growing faith. Ladies and gentlemen, you know, as I studied this, you should not be at the same place right now that you were at last year. Amen? Amen. See, you ought to be growing. Amen? Exceeding growing faith. Your faith level should be higher now than it was six months ago. Amen? Why is that? The word of God says that the just shall live by faith. Huh? That's the way that we live, by faith. And I can tell you, for me, I live by faith. That's, that's how I live. That's all I know now. I thank God for the opportunity to be able to come here. See, pastors say that's his favorite scripture. Y'all know his favorite scripture. But when I hear that, I hear God talking to me. Vic, I know the thoughts and the plan that I have for you, saith the Lord. They are good and not evil. See, we have to take the word of God personal. Huh? Because the word of God is God actually talking to you. Huh? So when we get into this word, we make it personal. Amen? If you would, turn your Bibles to Romans chapter 4 and verse 19. This is our foundation scripture, you know, and, and, and you know, you say, well, why we keep reading that? You know, it's something that you get out of this scripture every time you read it. You don't get the same thing every time you read it, amen? And, and, I, and, I, and I, I found something out in this scripture that, that really helped me. Abraham speaking, he said, and being not weak in faith. He wasn't weak in faith. So that means that he was strong, right? He considered not his own body dead when he was about a hundred years old. My God. At a hundred years old, he said he considered not his own body dead at a hundred years old. When he was uh, about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief. Another word here for stagger is waver. 
you could say it like this. He wavered not at the promise of God through unbelief. In other words, it, he didn't go back and forth, back and forth. But one thing that stood out to me in this, Pastor, it's a, he was at a, about 100 years old and he staggered not. So Abraham wasn't always, you know, this, this, this faith, big faith giant. He, it, it wasn't until he was 100 years old that he staggered not. Right. Are y'all following me? So don't put too much pressure on yourself because you think, well, you know, I didn't do this, I didn't do that. It says he staggered not at 100. And then it says, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. I don't know, but we ought to be strong in faith, giving glory to God. Huh? Whatever he says in the book is what you ought to say. Are you with me? If he said it in the book, then we need to be saying it. And I'm going to show you this in the scripture. Because one thing we do, we, we are scripture people. We, we, we believe in the word, you know. I'm going to bag up what I say with the scripture. Amen? So, We've been talking about exceeding growing faith. Go with me to Mark chapter 4. Mark chapter 4. And verse 35. And we're just teaching tonight. You know, we're just teaching. I want you to get this because, see, when I first come in, into the church, I was just told a lot of stuff. It was said things, but they didn't show me in the word. They just said things, and, and I said what they said. That's what, because that's what I was told. That was it. But I didn't have no substance to stand on. You know what I'm saying? Glory to God. Are you there? Mark chapter 4, verse 35, it says, And the same day when the even was come, he said unto them, Who said? Jesus said unto them, Let us pass over until the other side. Now, they got on this boat and Jesus said, let us pass over to the other side. Who is us? All of us. All of us. So, one of the things I wanna, want you to understand, faith is not built on nothing. You have faith in God based on what you heard him tell you in his word. Amen? That's the source of your faith. Now, I'm going to ask you a question. How do you get faith? Huh? Faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Amen? So, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So how do I build my faith up so I can become like they're talking about? So, well, you got to get into the word of God. You say, well, I don't understand that Bible like that. You know, that King James, that's got all that stuff in it, thou and they and thee, and, and I don't understand that. Well, guess what? It says faith come by hearing 
and hearing by the word of God. So we got iPhones, we got iPads, we got all kinds of things, we got CDs. Stick one in or, and, and listen to it as you're driving to work. Huh? While you're driving down the road, if you're going 20 minutes, you can listen to almost a sermon in 20 minutes. Faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. What are you doing? You're feeding your spirit, man. So why? So that when trials and tribulations come up against you, now you have the ability to fight back with the word of God. Glory. Praise the Lord. Verse 36 says, and when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship. And there was also with him other little ships. And there arose a great, wind, a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship so that it was now full. Now, now you got to get this. They in this ship. Now, they take out across the, the, the sea and... All of a sudden, here come this great storm. You could look at it like Harvey or Irma, or, you know, but a great storm. Say great. great. And this storm is happening, and, 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 and the wind began to howl, and it's blowing, and, 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 and the uh, waves begin to, to, to beat in, into the ship. In verse 37, they say, and there was a great uh, storm with, of wind, and the waves beat into the ship so that it was now full. So now the, the waves is beating into the ship. The ship then got full of water. And now the disciples panicked. And so for y'all, for you all that don't know the subject that I'm talking about tonight is tempted to doubt. Tempted to doubt. Here was these men that walked with Jesus, huh? They saw him do all these miracles. They saw him walk on water. They, they, they saw him raise the dead, huh? They saw him do all these miracles, and yet and still, now they are afraid. They are afraid, huh? Now, just because God tells you to do something doesn't mean it's always going to be smooth sailing. Huh? You may run into one of the most, one of the worst storms you've ever seen in, your, in the middle of doing what he told you to do. But just because you run into a storm doing what God told you to do, what to do, doesn't mean you're out of the will of God. Huh? It don't mean you're out of the will of God. Sometimes you're just going to be tested. Huh? Verse 38 says, And when he was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. Now look, you got to get this. Jesus, what did he tell him? Let us pass over to the other side. Is that what he said? Well, when he told them that, they should have said, let us go. We're we going to make it to the other side. But somebody was saying, well, what if we didn't make it? What if we don't make it? What if we get halfway and, 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 and we perish? What if, what if we get out there and drown? That ain't what he said. He said, let us pass over to the other side. So we as faith people have to say what he say. If he say let's pass over, then we going to make it over. Huh? You have to say what he say. The Bible say that he was, 
in the hinder part or the rear of the ship asleep. Come on now, watch this. Faith don't fret. Come on now. Faith don't worry and faith don't fear. When I thought about him back there laying on that pillow and he was asleep. See, y'all, some of y'all don't have imagination. I got imagination. <laughs> I'm thinking about me. <laughs> I'm thinking about me, you know, laying down there. I'm talking about Jesus sleeping good. And the disciples come and wake him up. And I imagine he was sleeping so good, he was slobbering and stuff, just gone, just slobbering. <laughs> And the reason I said that, I had somebody wake me up one night. (laughs) Sleeping good. Vic, Vic, I wake up, what? Something fell in the bathroom. And what it was, and let me tell y'all what it was. (laughs) In in my bathroom, we got the the light, in the ceiling with the little round thing that go on it. And, and I guess over years, we've been in the house going on 11 years, it, it gets it deteriorated, and the, and the little cover that surrounds the, the ceiling light fell out and fell in the bathtub, I mean in the shower. So I get up and I walk in there and I look and I say, what is it? I'm upset. I, I, re- I really am, Pastor. I, I was upset. I said, what is it? Oh, the thing fell out of the... I said, baby, I did. I said, baby, I said, you could have picked it up and just set it right here like I'm finna do, and then in the morning I go get one and put it back in there. (laughs) I mean, they was upset, and Jesus got upset at them because they could have done what he was finna get up and do. Why? Because Jesus said, let us pass over Huh? To the other side. But now they they was fearing. They was tempted to doubt. They had walked with Jesus and seen him do all these things. But yet and still, they feared. Now, I'm going to read that 38 verse again. It says, and he was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. and, And they awake him and say unto him, Master... Carest thou not that we perish? We, won't, we don't say carest thou not today. We say, don't you care? <laughs> Master, don't you care that we, don't you care that we perish? Huh? You know, I mean, that's what we say today. Huh? Master, don't you care? And Jesus got up out of the bed. He got up. And look what he did. The 39th verse say, and he arose and rebuked the wind. He did what they could have did. He said, say he said. He said, said, let us pass over to the other side. Because he said it, they should have had enough confidence after being with him all this time to know that they were going to make it to the other side. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And the Bible says, and he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, peace be still. Now, they could have done it. Jesus got upset with them because they didn't. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. Now, watch this. This is what I wrote down. 
Jesus spoke to things. Amen? Huh? Jesus spoke to trees. Huh? Jesus spoke to high blood pressure. Jesus spoke to infections. Huh? You can speak to cancer. Come on, y'all. Huh? He speaks to AIDS. We have to do what he did. Huh? Glory to God. We hadn't been speaking to stuff enough with authority. Huh? I said, we haven't been speaking enough to stuff with authority. He said, I have given you, 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 authority. That's what he said. I've given you authority. Huh? Over serpents and over scorpions. Huh? Serpents and scorpions are symbolic of spirits, demonic spirits, satanic spirits, and over the power of the enemy. Huh? He said, I've given you authority. You don't have to wait for Jesus to do something that he didn't already told you to do. Am I talking to anybody? Huh? He's already given you authority and you ought to be speaking to it. And I'm going to say this because I'm not the pastor, but we ought not to have to run to Pastor Justin all the time and tell him to pray for us. You got brothers and sisters in here that's got the same God in them that Pastor Justin got. Huh? I'm not out of line. I'm telling you what the words say. Pastor's job is to feed the flock. Huh? That's what he's doing. Building up ministers. Building up leadership teams to help him and Pastor Annette do what they need done. Huh? So we got to take authority over some of these things. Huh? Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, you know, last week, Rick really taught on, on the Holy Spirit. He was talking about the Holy Spirit a lot. He really talked about it. But I, I got something to say tonight, and, and I, I hope I don't embarrass you. But, you know, I, I've been praying for my nephew. I've been praying for this boy for a long time. And finally, I, about, about two weeks ago, I believe it was, he called me. And he said, say, huh? Because he saw me preaching on... Uh, Online, he said, Say, Unc, when you preaching again? And I told him, I said, oh, November the 6th. He just called me out the clear blue. And he, okay, well, September. He said, Well, uh, he said, Well, uh, I'm coming, and, I'm coming and, and hear you preach. He said, I'm supposed to support you. Ain't that what you said? This is my nephew right here. My mom raised him and his sister, we all slept in the same bed. I'm, I'm telling you the truth. We stayed in a three-room shotgun house. Yeah. But look what God has done for me now. Now I stay in a four-bedroom house. Got my own bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> Got my own bedroom. Huh? Oh, so y'all laughing because some of y'all can relate to what I'm talking about. Amen. Come on, see. We got to be real with this thing, man. God is good. But my nephew, you know, he, he told me, me and him, we, we talk a lot. And 
He said, say, young man, he said, one of these days, he said, man, I'm going to come to your church. And, and uh, when you get your church, that's what he said, when you get your church, and I'm going to give my testimony. I'm talking about tempted to death. I could have gave up on my nephew a long time ago. But whenever he needed me, he called me, huh? Can you do this for me? Can you do that? I said, yeah. And I was right there for him. He'll tell you. He'll tell you. I was right there for him. But I could have been tempted to doubt. I, I'm in my message. We're talking about tempted to doubt. Exceeding growing faith. Exceeding. But I stayed with him. I wouldn't let him go. And so when he called me, he said, I'm going to come see you. He said, I feel like, this is what he told me. I know what's happening. God doing something right now. He said, I feel like I'm supposed to support you. So I'll be there. Me and Olivia be there. There he is right there. There he is right there. Huh? The boy got a testimony, y'all. Boy died. He got shot. I ain't going to tell all his testimony. He's going to tell it one day. He's going to tell it one day. And he was telling me about it, when, that experience. And he had an out-of-body experience. He was looking at himself. And he said he went to hell. And these spirits were clawing him, had fingernails. Is that what you said? And they were clawing on you and pulling you and biting on you. And you start going down in this real dark place. And you saw somebody you knew that we knew. I ain't going to call his name because somebody may be looking and, you know, they don't be saying it. But he saw this guy. And the guy, he said, well, you say they were waving you back. Don't come down here. Go back. Go back. And he said he could hear the doctor saying, we're losing him. We're losing him. And he's standing up there looking at the doctor work on his body. And he said, as he was going down into the pits of hell, he said, uncle, only thing I knew to do We'll call on Jesus. He said, I said, Jesus, and my body started coming back up. Glory to God. It was through prayer that God raised him up. It's not by accident that he's here tonight, y'all. See, I, some of us don't understand what's happening. Oh, glory to God. But I understand what's happening. God is getting ready to do a thing. God is going to do something. Some of y'all got some people that you done gave up on, but I come tonight to tell you, don't doubt God. Don't give up on your loved one. Hold on to God. Hold on to him. Hold on. Don't give up. This young man called me out of the clear blue. I, I, I'm sitting there studying for this lesson. And all of a sudden, the phone rang. And it was him. And when he got off the phone... I just started rejoicing, praising God. Now, now watch this. I, I can tell you the scripture. Will y'all put up the uh, Acts 16, 31? Will you put that up on the screen for me? I want y'all to read this. Acts 16, 31, please. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Are y'all getting anything out of this? Huh? Acts 16, 31. And they said, talking about Paul and Silas, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou and you uh -huh, shall be saved in your house. When I read that the, for the first time, I didn't understand it. I said, Lord, I said, I looked up the word house in the English, and it said dwelling. 
place where you dwell. Uh, and, and, and I wrote down something here. I want to I write it down. I want to read it. I wrote it down here somewhere. And I, I, the word dwelling. I don't know. I thought I did wrote it down. Okay, yeah. It said, a building that serves as living quarters for one or a few families. That's what the English definition said for a house. And I'm thinking about a house. Well, God, it can't be right. Just me and my family, that's, that's it. And then I went to the Greek. And the Greek said ancestors, descendants. Come on, y'all. Y'all ain't going to hear. Then it said kinfolk. Oh, yeah, yeah. Then it said uncles and aunties and all. I said, oh, God, I get it now. I get it. Because I'm saying they going to be saved. I, guess what? I'm not doubting God's word. God said that if I believe and not doubt, I shall have what I say. Because they're in my house and I'm saved. Come on, y'all. Because they're in your house and you're saved, they going to be saved. That's what the word say. I don't doubt that. God said. Say God said. God said, if y'all got anybody in your family that you done gave up on, you got you I, God said he shall be saved. Don't give up on him. Don't give up on him. They gave up on me. Look at me now. Preaching the gospel, being seen around the world on live stream. But they told me that I would never amount to nothing, that I was gonna end up in prison or end up dead. But God said, I know the thoughts and the plan that I have for you, Vic. They are good and not evil to give you hope in your final outcome. Come on, somebody. This is the word. I believe the word of God. I stand on the word of God. Huh? Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. I just gave somebody hope. Somebody just got some hope. I feel it in my spirit. Somebody, family member, is out there in the world and, and you've been praying for them to come in. They coming. They coming in. They coming. Huh? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. If something is bothering you, speak to it. If it's your kidneys. Listen to me, kidneys. You're going to work right. Function normally. Lungs, clear up in the name of Jesus. I just spoke to somebody. I just spoke to somebody right then. Take a deep breath. Lungs, say it after me. Lungs, clear up in the name of Jesus. Do it again. Take a deep breath. Lungs, clear up in the name of Jesus. Somebody just got touched. You were having problems with your lungs. In the name of Jesus, I call you healed. I declare it and decree it in the name of Jesus. You are healed now in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Speak to that condition. Somebody right now having pain in their right knee. Speak to it. You got to talk to that knee. Knee in the name of Jesus. I command you to be healed now in the name of Jesus. You speak to them problems that's in your body. God has already given you authority. Don't doubt it. Devil say, oh, well, you, ain't, you can't do that. I, 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 well, you ain't going to be healed. No, don't, don't be tempted to doubt God. 
With God, all things are possible. I said, with God, all things are possible. But with man, it's impossible. But with God, all things are possible. Verse 40, and he said unto them, why are you so fearful? Mm, mm, mm. How is it that you have no faith? No faith. Huh? Bible talks about no faith, little faith, great faith. But he said to them, he said, how is it that you have no faith? Jesus got upset with them. Y'all done woke me up out of my sleep. <laughs> Glory to God. Y'all done woke me up to do something. How is it that you've been with me for so long and you have to wake me up? How is it? Huh? That you wake me up. Come on, y'all. You got to see this. This is Jesus speaking. I, I'm not telling you. I'm not saying that this is what he said. Amen? In verse 41, it says, And they feared exceedingly and said one to another, What manner of man is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? They began to talk to each other. Man, what man, what kind of man is this? He can talk to the waves and, and the wind and they obey him. What kind of man is this? Huh? This is what they're saying. Huh? Well, you've got the ability to do the same thing if you believe. Huh? Are you a believer? I am. Jesus said, greater Come on, somebody. Greater works than these that I do shall you do. He said greater. I love Creflo. Creflo said practice doing what he said do. Just practice doing it. And then when you see it happen, you'll be surprised. You'll, 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 you know, you'll start doing it more often. I got a friend who's passed on and gone to be with the Lord, she had cancer. And, uh, man, this woman, she was something else. And I, I tell my wife, I say, I'm not going over there to pray for that woman no more. Every time I go over there, she always saying something bad. And, and somebody done told me this. She said, well, Vic, you can't be like that. She said, you know, you got God. And she said, you can't be like that. And I would go over there and I would pray with the woman and I'd give her scriptures and and, and everything, and she started doing good, Pastor. Next thing you know, she, she after a morning yard, had cancer, started morning yard, yeah. And I, I was getting a scripture. I was feeding her the word of God. I, I wasn't doubting. I, I was saying what God said. I tell her, and God said. And I said, do you believe? She said, yeah. And she started doing this, and, and man, next thing you know, she was doing better. The doctor said she was doing better. And then she started hanging around with the wrong people talking to the wrong people about the wrong things, saying the wrong things, talking the wrong thing, watching the wrong thing, and then next thing you know, she got sick. But she was doing well as long as she was acting on the word of God. And one day I, I called her and she didn't answer the phone. I told my wife, I said, babe, I said, she's not answering the phone. I started to worry. The Lord had put it in my spirit 
that she, she was in the house. And so I went over there, and she wouldn't answer the door. I'm talking about exceeding great faith. That's what this series is. And my, my thing is tempted to doubt. I wasn't going to doubt. I know God. So I called the police, and they came over, and he said, well, we can't break the door down. We can't. He just give me all the can'ts. And I said, well, man, I'm telling you, I know she's in the house. So I said, can you raise up the garage just enough for me to look under there, see if a car is in there? He got it up about this far. I said, she's in that house. I know she's in there. So the hospice lady came by, and they had a key on the door, but the screen door was locked. They got the screen door open, and they unlocked the door and went in, and sure enough, she was in the, laying on the floor. She was uh, conscious, but she, you know, she couldn't move, couldn't say nothing, but she was breathing. What am I saying? If only, I know, I know if she had have just kept doing what I was telling her, she'd still be here. But she started talking to the wrong people. And they started telling her, well, girl, yeah, you know, uh, uh, your mama died with this and your daddy and, and you know, it just run in the family, child. And, the, and then she started, well, yeah, you right. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. Amen? You got to watch what you say. By faith, I believe what the word of God said. How you know it's going to work? He said. He said, let us pass over to the other side. He's talking to you and I. We're passing over right now. Where are you, where are you going? Where, where is it that you want to go? You're going to pass over to the other side. How? How you know? Because he said it. He said it. And when you pass over there to that other side, then we're going to pass over up, and up to the other side. Huh? We're going to pass up to heaven. Well, when we get there, he's going to say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. Well, how are you so sure? He said. Huh? He said. Come on, y'all. You got to get this. Don't doubt God. Glory to God. I got a friend who was diagnosed with cancer. And I got a text from her. And she was so happy and just praising God. I get excited about this. See, we see God doing stuff back then, but I want you to know God is doing stuff right now, today. He didn't just do it back then. The word of God say God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Huh? She sent us a text and said, guess what? And uh, she said, the doctors said they, they don't feel the council say, but they want me to keep on taking the treatment, but, but they don't feel nothing. Don't tell me what God won't do. Huh? We talking about right now. The God working right now. But she could have been tempted to doubt. But we wouldn't allow her to doubt. Glory to God. We wouldn't allow that. We said, no, we're going to stand on the word of God. God said, by his stripes, you are healed. So you are what God said. God said. I didn't say it. If you can take this word and you can speak it back to God, God said that I will watch over my word to perform it. Huh? God said. 
I'm not a man that I should lie. Come on now, y'all got to get this. God said, I'm not a man that I should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. Has he not said it and shall he not make good of it? Come on, y'all. Oh, glory, I feel him. Oh, glory to God. Thank you for the Holy Ghost. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. God is good, y'all. I said God is good. God is protecting us. Huh? God is protecting us, giving us a roof over our head. Huh? We're able to walk and drive ourselves uh, to the church to be in fellowship with God tonight. That's a blessing. Look at all of the thousands of people down in Houston that, that can't go to church. I was reading somewhere down there, they canceled church. But God yet protecting them. Huh? Don't doubt God. I don't care what somebody tell you. Don't doubt God. Huh? God cannot lie. Now, man may lie to you, but God cannot lie. Glory. Amen. Hallelujah. Go with me to Luke chapter 8. I'm almost, I am, yeah, I'm almost through, but I, ain't, I got a ways to go, but oh, glory. I, 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 I get a little excited, emotional, however you want to call it, but I, I just, I praise God. I, I, I don't care who look at me and who, who think I'm crazy because I'm just like David. I dance all out of my clothes. Huh? Yeah, I, I, I just lose myself when it comes to the Lord because I know what God has done for me. Huh? The enemy tried to kill me two times. Two times they thought I was going to be paralyzed, wasn't going to be able to walk. First time I broke my neck. Broke the fifth and seventh vertebrae in my neck and they didn't think I was going to walk again. But look at me. I said, God. See, don't doubt God, ladies and gentlemen. I said, God, you called me to preach, and I can't preach from a bed. You haven't given me a bedside ministry. You said, huh, that by stripes I'm healed. I had to cry sometime, y'all. I did, but I kept speaking the word. I kept speaking the word. Look at me today. Second time I got in an accident, I got hit by a drunk driver doing 70 miles an hour, hit me on my bike, psh, doing 70 miles an hour. Had three hip surgeries in less than one year in a matter of some months, three. But I wasn't going to doubt God. I wouldn't doubt God. I didn't care what they said. I was going to walk again. They told me, you may not walk. I'm walking. I came to church. Pastor tell you, on a walker, taking my medication and coming to church on a walk. I could have stayed home, had every right to stay home and come down the aisle. Every time they call for prayer, I'm coming down the aisle crying. God, you see. God, you see. God, you see. By his stripes, I'm healed. Coming down the aisle crying. See, some of y'all sitting in your seat don't want nobody to know how you're feeling or that you're hurting, but that ain't nothing but the devil. The devil don't want you to get up because when you get up and take that step, then God is going to get some glory. God is going to touch your body. Huh? 
Some of us, we come to church and the pastor preaching these dynamic messages and you can't even raise your hand. Thank you, Lord. Huh? Thank you, Lord. Some of you won't even say amen. Huh? If God been good to you, you ought to tell him, Lord, I thank you because it's in the praise that you get your breakthrough. Glory to God. It's in your praise. Huh? It's in your praise. Well, I don't want nobody to know what I'm going through. That's pride. The Bible says pride leads to destruction. Glory to God. That's the scripture, y'all. Huh? You got to swallow that pride. And if you want God's results, do what God say do. Amen? Luke 8, verse 5. It says, And a sower went out to sow his seed. And as he sowed some thumps, some fell, on, fell by the wayside, and it was trodden down, and the fowls of the earth devoured it. And some fell upon a rock, and as soon as it was sprung up, it withered away because it lacked moisture. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up with it and choked it. Verse 8, and other fell on good ground. Say good ground. And sprang up and bare fruit and hundredfold. And when he said these things, he cried, he that hath ears to hear, let him hear. These are four types of ground correlated with four types of people. Four types of ground, four types of people. Just think, I just want you to think about it. What ground are you? Huh? What ground, what type of ground are you? Are you by the wayside? Rocky ground? Thorny ground? Or good ground? Just think about it. Amen? Those on the rock are they which when they hear... Receive the word with joy. And these have no root, which for a while believe and in time of temptation fall away. When temptation comes, they fall away. They believe for a while, but when temptation comes, they fall away. Are you going to trust God in every situation, no matter what it is? no matter what test or trial come your way, will you trust God? Huh? Ladies and gentlemen, we need to starve our fears and feed our faith. I'm going to say that again. We need to starve our fears and feed our faith. I've heard people say, well, I can't help it. I can't do nothing about that. That's just the way it is. That's not true. That's the enemy talking. That's a lie. When God said, I can do all things, huh? God said, huh? God said, I can do all things through Christ Jesus, which strengthens me. So what are you saying? You saying you can't do it. You're not saying what God said. Huh? When he said that you can do all things? No. If you want to pass over to the other side, you're going to have to do what God said do. Huh? Verse 14 saying, they which 
fell among thorns are they which when they have heard, heard go forth and are choked with cares. Cares is anxiety or worries and riches and pleasures of this life and bring no fruit to perfection. Why? Because of weary. Ladies and gentlemen, weary will kill you. Weary will cause all kinds of sickness and disease to come upon you. God did not create you to weary. Huh? Tempted to doubt is what we're talking about. Tempted to doubt. Proverbs 4.20 says, My son, attend unto my words, incline thine ear unto my saying. Let them not depart from thine eyes, for, for they, for they uh, keep them in the midst of thine heart, for they are life. They, they, God's words are life unto those that find them. Them what? His words. Find the words and health and medicine to all their flesh. The word of God is medicine to your flesh. Huh? You got it, ladies and gentlemen. We got some of the best teachings there is. Get it and apply it. Do what they're telling you to do. It works. It works. They can't do it for you. We can't do it for you. You got to do it yourself. And I'm getting ready to close, but I, I just got to talk about Father Abraham. I got to talk about I couldn't tempt it to doubt. You know, God, turn with me to, to Genesis chapter 22. I, I just have to talk about him. How can you talk about faith without talking about Abraham? Huh? I'm going to start in the second verse and say, And he said, Take now thy son, thine only son, Isaac, whom you lovest, and go and get thee into the land of Moriah and offer him there for a burnt offering upon one of the mountains which I, I will tell thee of. Now wait. Now let's just look at here. Abraham and Sarah couldn't have kids. And God told them that they were going to have a child. And you know the story when he went into Hagar and she had, but I'm saying Abraham and Sarah. God said, y'all going to have a child. This is going to be the promised child. And they had him. And the Bible says Abraham loved Isaac. Huh? He, had, he had this child by the woman that he loved. See? And, and so now God is getting ready to ask him to go and sacrifice this boy. He, now, now, you know in his mind he had to be tempted to doubt, but he didn't allow that to come in between. Verse 3, And Abraham rose up early in the morning and saddled his donkey and took two of his young men with him and Isaac his son and clave the wood for the burnt offering and rose up and went unto the, to the place of which God had told him. Then on the third day, they traveled for three days, Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place afar off. And Abraham said unto his young men, Abide here 
with the donkey, and I and the lad will go yonder and worship and come again. This is Abraham faith talking. Abraham said, wait a minute. Now, I done got where God done told me to go to. I want y'all to stay right here, and the lad and I, we're going yonder. Watch what he say. And we will come again. Even though God done told him, I want you to go and sacrifice uh, uh, your son, Isaac, unto me. Huh? I want you to go and sacrifice him. And he knew that if he did that, that God somehow would raise that boy up. He knew it. Huh? Glory to God. And verse 5, and Abraham said unto his young men, abide here. Bye-bye ye here with the uh, donkey and I and the lad will go yonder and worship and come again to you. And Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it upon Isaac his son. And he took the fire in his hand and a knife and they went both of them together. Now watch Isaac. And Isaac spake unto Abraham his father and said, My father. And he said, Here am I, my son. And he said, Behold, the fire and the wood but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? Now, Isaac been with his daddy before when he went out and done, the, done these offering, uh, sacrifices. Now, daddy, now you got the fire and you got the wood. But where is the sacrifice? <laughs> uh, see what he said? Now, now I, I know you got the fire and the wood, but where is the sacrifice? But what did Abraham tell him? Huh? Mm. Verse 8. And Abraham said, My son, God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. So they went both of them together, and they came to the place which God had told him of. And Abraham built an altar there and laid the wood in order and bound Isaac his son and laid him on the altar upon the wood. And Abraham stretched forth his hand and took the knife to slay his son. And the angel of the Lord called unto him out of heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, here, I, here am I. And he said, lay not thine hand upon, thy lad, upon the lad, neither do any, anything unto him. For now I know, remember that, for now I know, thou fearest God seeing that thou hast not withheld thine only son from me. Look, glory to God. Tempted to doubt, Abraham was convinced God will provide. Abraham went as far as taking the knife and drawing it back to slay his son. Abraham knew that if I kill him and burn his body to ashes, before I come down off this mountain, my son going to walk down with me because he wasn't doubting God. He knew that God would raise him up from them ashes. Abraham was convinced that God would do it. Amen? So we need to be convinced that whatever God tells you to do, that God will do it. Amen? Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The Bible says in 1 Peter 5 and 6, Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he, 
may exalt you in due time. See, what gets a lot of us in trouble is we try to exalt ourselves. Huh? We won't, don't want to wait on God to exalt us. We try to exalt ourselves. Verse 7 says, Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. In other words, when you cast all your cares on God, you just slang it over or throw it over on God. God, here it is. I give it to you. I'm not going to worry about it. I'm going to stop working, and I'm going to rest. And I'm going to tell you, when you begin to rest in the Lord, then God will go to work on your behalf. Huh? But it's not till you go to work. Well, I, you just don't understand. I can't help. I ain't got nobody to help me do it. I got to do this myself. And if I don't do it, ain't nobody going to do it for me. And you know what? When you say that, you tie God's hand. You tie God's hand. And you make it harder on yourself by you trying to do things yourself. Don't doubt God. If God said it, that's enough for me. I believe that's it. I know we often say, God said it. I believe it. That sells it. No, that, that's not it. God said it. That sells it. Whether you believe it or not, it don't matter if you believe it. It's good that you do, but God said it. That sells it. It's good that you believe it, but if you don't, that, that don't matter. God said it. That sells it. That's it. Huh? And I'm finna get ready to call. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to, to know that you got to be careful who you talk to. You can't share everything with everybody. Because soon as you tell somebody your problem, well, man, if I were you, boy, I, I, I don't know about that. Cause I, I, I ain't going to tell you what I heard. Cause I, no, but let me tell you. See, and then they try to discourage you. Huh? If they can't talk faith, don't talk to them. They get mad at me. Oh, man, all you talk about is that Bible stuff. That don't even make no sense. That's Bible. No, that's the word of God. The Bible is God. If you can't talk the word, I don't want to talk to you. I mean, it's just, it's just like that. We did a series on uh, I don't care. Yeah, you know, if they don't want to talk to you, let them go. I'm telling you, let it go. If they can't talk fear, I mean uh, faith, let it go. Let it go. You ain't got to talk to them. A lot of times people get mad at you when you start talking about what you believe and how you believe and, and all that stuff don't work. Okay, well, it don't work for you. It's working for me. Hallelujah. That's all I can tell you. It's working for me. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Well, uh, one thing as I go to my seat. 1 Corinthians 10, 13. There hath no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape that you may be able to bear it. Ladies and gentlemen, whatever you're going through right now, somebody that already went through what you're going through. And because they went through it, you can go through it. Amen? I said, because they went through it, you can go through it. And guess what? 
God will not allow the devil to put more on you than you can, than you are able to bear. Well, we often say, well, God won't put more on you than you can stand. That's not what the scripture say. He said, God will not allow him to put more on you than you are able to bear. When he start putting something on you and you standing steadfast, God said, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Say, no, he can't handle that. You can't do that. God won't let him put no more on you than you're able to bear. Did y'all receive this word tonight? Amen. Amen. God bless you. Thank you very much.